Hi, and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and today we're bringing you the orange with Rahul Panala, our solutions manager for Microsoft. Rahul, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Rob. Great to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. I know you've got a lot going on on the Microsoft side, right. um, but I'm, I'm curious a little bit on your background. How'd you get to where you're doing Microsoft-based solutions? Well, to give a very simple answer, um, I love Microsoft. <laughs> That's a great answer. Um, the, so, so pardon my part of my speech here. I just got braces. Um, nice. I, I feel like a 16-year-old teenager. Living you don't look in a, like one, though. Living in a 30-plus-year-old body, um, but it is what it is. Um, so uh, to, to answer your question more elaborately, um, Microsoft has been, um, you know, as an ecosystem, one, one of the first things that, um, you know, I started my career with. Um, I, when I was an engineer, um, you know, .NET and C Sharp was the first breeding ground for my career development. Right. Then sort of ventured into SharePoint, um, stayed with it for uh, a number of years, work with the Microsoft team um, on their SharePoint products as well, and then sort of ventured into solution architecture and whatnot, started my own startups previously, and then Pure Storage landed up on my door, and then I said, why not? Well, and we're fortunate to have you here too, you. right? Yeah. With everything that's been going on in the, in the Microsoft ecosystem and uh, the different solution areas that we will eventually get into. That's right. I did want to start with uh, maybe a brief discussion on what the relationship looks like. Like, how do Pure and Microsoft work together? You know, is it a partnership? Is, is it an alliance? Um, yeah. What's the technology sharing that goes back and forth? Like, how extensive is that really? Yeah, so the the Microsoft solution landscape or the ecosystem at Pure is very different than what you would probably find with an Oracle or SAP mm -hmm. or other business applications. The reason uh, for that is Microsoft, like I said, it's an ecosystem of products. Pure Storage's products primarily target three areas. Um, cloud, right. virtualization, and databases. Mm -hmm. So from a partnership standpoint, when we say we are a Microsoft partner, we partner with them more at a strategic level on all of those three things. We're very well aligned in those areas. We are very, very well aligned with whatever they have in terms of their priorities, they meaning Microsoft. Right. So from a, from a partnership standpoint, like I said, it's more strategic. Um, we are not just a business relationship. It's not a, just a business relationship with them. It's also a co-engineering effort and relationship in that angle as well. So we're sharing things that we're working on, giving them a little deeper insight than then what they might get at a surface level. And similarly, right, it's symbiotic. We're getting some some access to things that they're working on, uh, which elevates that partnership. Symbiotic is a good word. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? The, so I know we recently achieved Microsoft Gold partner status. What does that mean? Like, how does that flesh itself out? Yeah. So the Gold partnership status gives folks on our teams access to not just the latest and greatest software that Microsoft releases. Uh, we are part of their EAP program. Gold partner status allows us to do that. EAP is early adopter program. So for features that are not yet released to the public, we get access to them early so that we can test them in-house, make sure it's best for our customers. And if our customers are huge Microsoft shops, then we make sure that our testing and validation is done before we say, okay, you know, you can put this in production. Um, apart from that, it's also, um, you know, free licenses and various other benefits monetarily, which are, are awesome for us to get. And um, 
and and yeah, I mean, overall, it's just a strategic relationship. It's not just something that you just put a logo on your website and be done with it. Yeah, far more extensive than that. Correct. And we have we have systems in the Microsoft Technology Centers, right? So I mean, there are things that they have access to for for testing purposes as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so irrespective of our gold partner status, we have been engaging with Microsoft since a long time. Right. Even though we achieved the gold partner status relatively, you know, recently, uh, we have been ingrained. Again, like like I said before, they're co-engineering labs and whatnot uh, for a long, long time. One of that is basically what is called a Microsoft Technology Center presence, an MTC. And we have our flash arrays and flash blades sitting in various MTCs across the world. And that act gives customers access as well yeah, to do so things, Yeah, so the benefit right? of MTCs, um, so just to sort of give you an overview of what an MTC does, um, an MTC is is a way where customers can get access to Flash Array and FlashBlade and any of the pure storage products that are out there. And from a partnership standpoint, we can bring in Microsoft reps as well. And that way we can actually collaborate together to make sure that the customer is basically positioned for success in their enterprise. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for the backdrop on the status of the partnership. Why don't we peel the onion back a little, if you will, Yeah. and kind of look at some of the point solutions and things that we've been developing. And let's start with, you mentioned database, right? As yeah. part of the, you know, the sort of the three-legged stool of different solution areas, uh, SQL Server. What kind of things can we do for, for customers looking to, you know, accelerate, but also simplify the way they run SQL Server and do it on Pure? Yeah, so if you traditionally look at an enterprise business, uh, which is predominantly a Microsoft shop, they usually have SQL Server as their main database engine. And SQL Server databases are spread across multiple workloads. They could be relational databases as well as analytics databases, which is OLTP and OLAP. Right. So pure storage flash array specifically is really awesome for OLTP and OLAP workloads. The reason for that is we make it very simple where DBAs don't have to perform, you know, tuning and whatnot, which traditionally what happens in the storage world. You set up, um, you know, a volume, you connect databases to it, and then that's pretty much it. There is no tuning, there is no performance, you know, management that you have to do within the array. The array is so simple that you just connect your databases to it and it'll just work awesomely. Now, that's that's specifically for FlashBlade. Then we also have our FlashBlade product where SQL Server databases are a great use case in terms of backup and restore. Consider a super large SQL Server database. You know, a typical DBA might say, okay, I can go take a nap, sip a few cups of coffee, have some <laughs> lunch, yeah. and then I come back to my desk, and guess what? The backup is not, still not done. Forget about restore yet. With FlashBlade, we make that process not just simple, where you just push a button, go grab a cup of coffee, be back in five minutes, it'll be done. But we also make the restoration process really easy and simple as well. So you do the backup, you restore it in like minutes, so you reduce your backup and restore jobs from days and weeks to like minutes, pretty much. And that's a testament to the architecture of the FlashBlade, right? Built for that scalability, Correct. but also really rapid performance that some of those other use cases Correct. demand. Massive parallelism is what you get with it. So the performance is basically across all blades and the distributed architecture basically enables that for you. Any any customer feedback or things that you've heard just... just Offhand, I know last week we had our big conference accelerate, and you probably talked to a number of customers and even partners. Uh, any anecdotes, stories, things that you heard about customers talking about running SQL Server with 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 Pure? Yeah. Um, so. A fun note over there, I didn't have my braces. I waited until Accelerate was done <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that I can go, um, you know, sort of with with not a metal mouth to the conference. Um, it was a terrific conference. Right. 
uh, we had a ton of conversations with customers, prospects, and partners, and analysts. It was just mind-blowing. I mean, it was not just breakout sessions, which had 30-minute varying period. Uh, so we had people show up 30 minutes prior to our session started, but also the booth itself, the Microsoft booth itself was super engaging. Yeah, we were busy whatnot. Yeah, 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 non-stop, it was, non-stop stuff. Yeah, and thanks for all your help over ah, there. Absolutely. So from a conversation standpoint, from feedback standpoint, you know, it's it's sort of a norm these days. We go show up at conferences, um, you know, we wear pure swag on us and people will come up to us and say, hey, I love the orange. Can I get some orange socks? Yeah. By the way, you are awesome. I don't have to do a thing with you guys. You just work. It just makes my job so much easier. And these are CIOs, these are VPs, these are system administrators, these are developers, levels, DBAs, right, right. every level within IT enterprise, right? So that's the testament for not just how simple we make for Microsoft ecosystem of products to work with pre-storage products, but also just the way that our support is basically entangled with IT and the enterprises out there. It's so, almost an extension, really, if you will. It is, right, it is. Of those operations. It is. Our NPS score basically talks for it. You know, 83.5, I think that was the recent. I mean, that's more than what Apple and Tesla are, which are like marquee consumer products out there. Uh, Where are we going with the SQL Server solutions? I don't want to get too much into like super roadmappy out there stuff, but I know we're constantly evolving and and improving and enhancing the things that we're working on or some some things on the horizon that maybe our, our existing customers can expect that might be kind of exciting for them. Yeah, um, I wish I could talk a lot more deeper into that. That's an exciting area <laughs> Sorry, for me. that was a loaded me. question for you on that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're really sort of, um, you know, scratching itch over there. Um, but I can talk about some of the near things, okay. near-term things that are that we are planning to release um, in the next month or two. Uh, some things that we have, you know, shared at Accelerate. So point-in-time recovery has been a major, major need for us um, in terms of not just filling the gaps in our in our solution landscape, but also just in terms of understanding and um, sort of satisfying the needs of our customers out there. So if you take, um, you know, pure storage snapshots, the way our snapshots are architected, they are crash consistent, meaning, uh, you know, a system goes down, you can bring it back up using our crash consistent snapshots. But then there was a requirement where people or customers specifically, DBAs in particular, they said, okay, I want to go back in time and restore from that point in time. Yeah, I want application consistency with point in time recovery. We are building capabilities with both physical environments and virtual environments where that will be possible now. Okay, And we are making it super easy, again, to integrate into existing SQL Server DBAs workflows so that way they can use the existing tool set that they have like SSMS which is SQL Server Management Studio. It'll just be a plugin that'll be available for them. They just click on it. There'll be a drop down to take a backup you know, restore from that backup, mount to a volume, dismount from that volume, connect to many different servers and whatnot. It's just super easy. And we also it, have an extension sorry. No, sorry. We also have an extension to um, not just you know this GUI-based tool or plugin. We also have an extension from a command line interface standpoint, so that way DBAs who are familiar with scripting, both Python and PowerShell, could could easily integrate it with their own workflows, their own scripts, so that way they don't even have to touch the GUI. 
for and, that and matter. Do, and, and preserve some of the customizations that they may have in those absolutely. processes, right? Uh, absolutely. They are not limited by the GUI functionality. If they want to extend and do it themselves and do even more things, like actually identify you know, what databases are in there within the snapshot, maybe tag the databases and whatnot. All those features are not available today, but they'll be available you know, as we go. But those will be even more accessible from the command line utility. So is there anything else around SQL Server that you want to talk about? Maybe some other announcements that Microsoft's made recently uh, about support? I'm kind of leading you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so there is one other exciting area that we touched upon at Accelerate, and I want to share it with you and the guests here on, on the podcast, is the SQL Server support for Linux. Uh, Microsoft announced their you know, support for Linux ecosystem very recently. Microsoft has been predominantly Windows-oriented, uh, but the love for Linux has been, has been pretty obvious out there with their you know, new distros coming out and Linux support for SQL Server coming out and whatnot. Well, the cool thing over there and how we basically you know, partner with Microsoft in that uh, SQL Server standpoint, in that um, in sort of landscape, is the fact that Pure Storage works with Linux really, really well. Mm -hmm. So for us, it doesn't matter if you're running your SQL Server workloads on Windows or Linux. It's just going to work on Pure Storage. Right. But the fact is that we went ahead and did some performance testing and validation testing and whatnot, and the numbers that came out were stupendously they awesome. They really good. Yeah. They were very, very good. So it, it's basically, again, a testament for our customers that no matter what workloads you run in the Microsoft ecosystem of products, even with newer releases of their products, you know, Pure Storage is the best platform for you. Yeah, and back to the comments earlier, we talked about the partnership and more of a strategic alliance that exactly. were really tightly coupled there, which, which brings me to kind of cloud things, right? Yes. And maybe more hybrid cloud uh, things as kind of one of the other legs of the stool uh, that you were talking about earlier relative to the three solution areas. Uh, where are we relative to integration? You know, both I think we could talk about Azure and we could talk about uh, Hyper-V as being related technologies in this space because Microsoft is obviously, you know, both feet in the pool, um, you know, full speed ahead with 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 their commitment to cloud and customer adoption is just is is just ramping heavily. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so cloud in general is is based off of three areas, right? So you have the private cloud, which is more of your Hyper-V and orchestration using system center suite of tools. You have your public cloud, which is the Microsoft Azure and its set of tools and services. And then you have the hybrid model, which is a combination of Hyper-V and Azure on-premises and cloud. And also the newer, you know, hybrid models called Azure Stack. Pure is the best platform for your Hyper-V workloads. Um, again, we can go detail into the technical you know, architecture on how you would probably architect a private cloud on top of Pure Storage. There's blogs out there. There's white papers that we have published. So there's extensive documentation out there that you could probably leverage and the audience could leverage. But the fact remains that you know, when you take a Hyper-V environment uh, from a private cloud standpoint, the orchestration is usually built using system center suite of tools. So we have a ton of integrations from a system center standpoint. So you can manage your Hyper-V environment, your VMs pretty much, your virtual machines, using your system center tools that are integrated into the pure storage GUI. So that makes it really easy for your system admins to manage VMs, configure VMs, basically identify you know what VMs go on which volumes, 
take a backup of a VM, you know, restore it to another volume and whatnot. So the whole manageability aspect is really simplified using using our system center suite of tools. Is it just about manageability or are there other benefits that, that, that customers would realize as well? Um, there's obviously, you know, deloop and compression and mm-hmm. whatnot that becomes very, very critical when you're creating virtual machines, which could probably be copies for your dev test workloads. So you have your production environment, you're probably taking a copy of that gold environment, the gold copy as they call it, you're restoring it into test or pre-production, you're giving a snapshot of that to your developers as well. So you create multiple copies of the same environment. For us, our, our global compression and you know dedupe basically is super awesome because right. you can create thousand copies of the same thing. It'll be stored as one block, you know, behind the scenes or you know, just one gold copy behind the scenes. So 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 from a private cloud standpoint, you know, we are we are really solid. You know, Hyper-V, even though if it's for smaller deployments, which are less than 25 VMs, we propose that you use Hyper-V Manager to manage your, your VM tool set. Um, but, for, but for larger scale deployments of virtual machines, which are greater than 25 VMs, we, we advocate the use of System Center. And that's where we actually play in as well. Uh, what about for developers? I think we were talking a little earlier and you mentioned something around PowerShell and, and sort of that integration and what that can do. Uh, from a development standpoint, w- how does Pure make it easier for developers? Yeah, as an engineer, development is you know really close to my heart. <laughs> That's um, right. You, know, you put me in front of a keyboard, I'll type code all day long if I could. But we have smarter engineers than myself, so we let them do the hard work. Um, but um, you know, to to specifically talk about our SDKs or our API integrations and extensibility features, we have our PowerShell SDK. Um, you know, we are pioneers in terms of storage extensibility using PowerShell out there across our um, you know competitors and the, and the vendors in the storage market. Now, you know, the cool thing about that is we have over 350 to 360 commandlets. So you can pretty much do anything that you want from just a, just a PowerShell SDK. Now, people, specifically system administrators and DBAs and whoever is in the IT organization within enterprise, love us. The reason is usually most of them have scripts. They're not, you know, clicking on a couple buttons to create a VM. Mm-hmm. It, it it still happens, but we make it even more simple for those sort of enterprises to come on a pure storage and leverage our extensibility with PowerShell SDK. You can script using the commandlets. You can you know just create jobs for developers. It becomes very very easy because from a DevOps standpoint, you don't need to go to your storage admin. You can just use a PowerShell SDK that's available to create volumes. If the system administrators again are comfortable giving you access right. to the pure storage right. array, but you know DevOps workflow, as they call it, becomes so much easier with the SDK and REST API functionality. And that's really what that's it's about, there. right? Is streamlining that process and sort of making it you know invisible to the users yeah, as to getting that storage access. Correct. It's reducing friction between the teams. Um, you know, we have several testaments from our customers where they come to us and say, hey, guess what? You know, developers used to hate or not love the system administrators because it used to take a long time to provision a VM for their environment, for their testing. Now, they just click a few buttons or just script everything together. So when a code push happens, the code hits a repo, it automatically gets pushed into production environment. And when a developer wants a copy of the production environment for their development and test 
purposes. They just, you know, click a few buttons and it just, boom, yeah, out there for them to use. It's a great story. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in closing, you know, I want to we'll, we'll wrap, but I don't want to go without letting you talk about a couple of other solution areas that I think are, are somewhat interesting. Sure. Um, first around Windows file services, like what we're doing in that space. And then the second round ODX around offloaded data transfer. Can you speak yeah. to those really briefly? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish we had more time to spend. Uh, again, Microsoft is a large ecosystem of products and we have a ton of integrations. Um, but... To, to specifically, again, answer your question around WFS, uh, which is Windows File Services, um, to touch upon it for a couple minutes here. So traditionally, when you, when you look at a pure storage flash array, it's predominantly for a block storage. Um, many customers came to us and said, hey, you know, you have, you have block, which really works super well. What about file? Yeah. Can flash array support file? Um, we we have our Flash Blade product mm -hmm. um, that is predominantly you know designed for object file and analytics and AI and machine learning right. workloads, but then that's another you know product. And for customers who don't want to actually buy a different product, we make it easier for them to use Flash Array for both block and file with WFS now. Right. So the consolidation is a bigger piece over there from a block and file living on the same storage device. Um, the way we make it possible, again, is going back to the relationship that we have with Microsoft, where we partnered with Microsoft and said, hey, you know, can we can we actually use the, the best of breed SMB and NFS services that come with Windows to provide the file services capabilities onto Flash Array? So Purity Run is a platform that I'm not really sure if the audience is familiar with it, but Purity Run is an environment that is sitting on top of our controllers which provides ways for customers to deploy third-party applications on top of. So we said, okay, you know, Windows Server, um, we could probably consider it as a third-party. Uh, could we use the capabilities, the file services capabilities that are available over there in Windows Server OS to enable file services for our customers? So we did a quick POC with Microsoft, um, and then we assigned some engineering resources in-house, and we developed a custom A package, as they call it, which is a bundle of services that are tuned to work for file services. It's a super lightweight Windows Server and OS. And sitting in Purity Run, sitting in it that software layer on top. Layer of, on top. Yes, yeah. yes, it is sitting in Purity Run, which basically exposes file services for our block customers. Okay. And so that was a way to add that extensibility, that functionality. Right, exactly. At that. the end of the day, everything that we do, it's trying to simplify, you know, the 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 workloads and and simplify the architecture for our customers. So how many atoms can we fit in one molecule is, is what we focus on <laughs> if you analogy. want to take chemistry. Good analogy. <laughs> now talking about ODX, offloaded data transfer. Um, it is, again, a cool feature. Um, it's, it's sort of a standard that Microsoft developed a long time ago. Uh, what it basically entails is that for any file copy and move operations, ODX makes it easy and, makes it, and enables storage arrays to talk between them and not go through the host layer for the file copy and move operations. So it's an efficiency type of thing. It right? is an efficiency. Streamlining that process. Yes, yeah. yes, it is super efficient. Um, now, the let me take a quick example and explain to you why ODX is super awesome. So if you take a large VM, right, and if you have two arrays that are distributed, 
if you don't have ODX, your your file and it's large VM, so it could be you know hundreds of gigs or whatnot. Your file is going from your storage array on on your one array. It's going from the storage layer to the network to the host, to the computer, then yeah. back to mm-hmm. the host on the other array that you want to copy to, then to the network, then to the storage array, all the way up and around. Correct. Yeah. And this is a huge, huge bottleneck in terms of availability of VMs to your developers or to just create backup and restore um, in a sort of environment situations over there. So what ODX allows you to do or customers to do is just do a storage array to storage array transfer. So what we have seen in our internal testing and validation is ATX, again, I repeat, it's 80 times. ADX gains in performance for file copy and move operations, specifically for VMs, for VM files. Well, so you're, cutting out all those, you're cutting out all those stages, right? So yep. you, know, you would expect that type of you know, significant performance increase yes. when you can and, do that. Yes, and this works extremely, extremely well for Hyper-V files, so your VHDX files. So, so yeah, I mean, ODX has been has been a great. Our implementation of ODX specifically is is a great value add for our customer environment. Does that free up resources on the compute networking side as well? Right? It does. If you're able to right. So, I mean, you can do more with those existing resources Absolutely. rather than having to go up that path and across and back down. Absolutely, it yeah. does. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I really appreciate you coming on and covering a lot of ground, right? I think we covered five or six different solution areas, which was extensive. And and I think the common theme that kept coming through was that the strength of the partnership between Microsoft and between Pure uh, goes a long way in enabling you and the team at large to, to develop solutions that that really adds significant value to to solving some of our customers' most challenging issues. Yes, um, you know, parting thoughts over here. Um, again, we love our customers. Simplicity is at the heart of everything that we do. So, you know, everything that we do from an engineering standpoint, from an integration standpoint, from a solution standpoint, drives that point home. Simplicity and performance. It's awesome. That's a great parting shot. And... Uh, if you're interested in getting more information around our Microsoft Solutions portfolio, you can go to the uh, sort of newly rede- redesigned uh, purestorage.com and look at the Solutions tab. And under there, you'll uh, you'll see a Microsoft pull down. You can see all the solutions that we talked about today and more. Uh, Rahul, thanks so much for spending time with me today. That was uh, super informative. Thanks for having me. All right. And uh, for Pure Storage and Rahul Panala, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. Thanks for joining today.